One pitch to him, swung on, driven to left field and deep. Going back is Veerling. He's at the wall. It is gone. Three-run home run for Manny Machado. And just like that, the Padres take a 4-3 lead. Bang, bang, goes Manny Machado. The rain delay was well worth the wait. The Padres beat the Detroit Tigers 14-3 at Comerica Park in Detroit. Manny Machado, the go-ahead three-run home run, part of a four-run third inning after the rain delay, and the Padres cruise to a 14-3 win. Now the Padres will go for a series sweep tomorrow in Detroit. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Saturday evening. Padres with the win improved to 48-51. and one Tigers with the defeat dropped to 44 and 54. The Padres offense was on a roll after the rain delay. 14 runs on 18 hits total. Home runs for Manny Machado, Luis Camposano, Hassan Kim, and that was just the start of the story in this game. A lot to do on our postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. We'll go back to Detroit, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. May also have some additional postgame reaction coming from the clubhouse. Give out our daily awards. All the radio highlights for you, out-of-town scoreboard, your phone calls, tweets, messages, and much more to get to as the Padres have won the first two games of this series against the Tigers. And where do we begin? It was a weird start to this game with the Tigers taking a 1-0 lead in the second, then nearly an hour and a half rain delay, hour and 24 minutes to be exact. And we wondered, would Jackson Wolf come back out for the second he did, and Wolf gives up a two-run single to Zach Short, makes it 3 nothing Detroit, and let's be honest, at that point you're thinking, oh no, rain delay, and now Wolf is continuing to struggle after what was a quick and easy first inning, comes back out after the rain delay, but really everything after that second inning went the Padres' way, whether it was offensively and whether it was what with Jackson Wolf, who... To his credit, sat through the rain delay, came back out, and found his way through five innings, three runs given up, and picks up the win in his Major League debut. Very, very well deserved. But obviously, the story beyond Wolf was the offense for the Padres. And what a great response by the Padres in the top of the third inning. And then they never look back. And look, Matt Manning did not come back out for the third. No fault of his, obviously. Hour, 20-plus minute rain delay. Very often you'll see a starting pitcher not come back out. But Jackson Wolf did. Matt Manning, the Tigers decided not to put him back out there for the third. And that really was the turning point in this game. Mason Englert came in out of the Tigers' bullpen and he just got rocked by the Padres' offense. Padres tied the game in the third, then the three-run home run by Manny Machado made it 4-3, to three, and the Padres never looked back. They score one in the fourth inning, five in the fifth inning, one in the seventh inning, three more in the eighth inning on Luis Camposano's three-run home run. Big days up and down the lineup. What a day for Luis Camposano. Four hits, including the home run. The home run for Manny. Juan Soto had a couple of hits and three RBIs. Three hits for Hassan Kim with the home run. The list goes on and on and on, and you just love the way the Padres hit, the way they responded, and quite frankly, against the Tigers' bullpen, just took care of business in this game. They really did. Mason Engler for the Tigers, he went two-plus innings, gave up nine earned runs, 
on 10 hits in relief. But, hey, a rain delay that was well worth it. The the greatest rain delay ever, maybe. Well, maybe not that far. But, uh, hey, it did feel like once Manning came out of the game, this was a totally different ball game. And also Jackson Wolf. We'll dive into his performance, what he did. But the fact that he sat around in his major league debut for nearly an hour and a half, came back out. Did he give up a two-run single after that? He did. But he found his way through five innings, three runs given up. You want to talk about a well-deserved win in your major league debut? This is right in that category for sitting through the rain delay, coming back out and finding his way through five solid innings, and it uh, allowed the offense to do what they did. They were terrific in this game as well. And now we'll see if the Padres can end this 10-game road trip on a high note tomorrow, a chance to sweep the Tigers in Detroit. lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll come back, all the radio highlights, We'll also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much, much more to come as the Padres beat the Tigers 14-3. More after this on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score in Detroit, the Padres 14 and the Tigers 3 as the Padres have won the opening two games of this three-game set against the Tigers in Detroit. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios. A big offensive day for the Padres. 14 runs on 18 hits. Padres now three games below 500 at 48 and 51. We'll go back to Detroit. Here from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a handful of minutes so stay tuned for that but first let's recap how this one went down let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes the Padres had an immediate threat against Matt Manning the Tigers starter in the first inning he threw eight straight balls to begin his start Runners on first and second, nobody out. But Manning bounced back with a double play from Juan Soto, a strikeout of Manny Machado to end the inning. Jackson Wolf was making his major league debut for the Padres on the mound. He needed just four pitches in a perfect bottom half of the first. In the bottom of the second, Wolf got the first two outs, but then he walked Zach McKinstry. Miguel Cabrera singled. McKinstry went to third base. Jake Rogers was next. One two pitch again, line drive, base it into right field, and the Tigers are going to take a one nothing lead. It could be extra bases. It does. It rolls all the way to the wall. McKinstry has scored, and they're going to have to hold up Miguel Cabrera on an RBI double by Jake Rogers to give the Tigers a one nothing lead here in the bottom of the second. The rain had then started to fall heavily. The tarp came out. We had an hour and 24-minute rain delay. We kept you company here from the studio. When it was over, Jackson Wolf came back out on the mound. Runners on second and third. Two outs. The first batter after the rain delay was Zach Short. The pitch. Swung on. Line drive. Face it in the center field. Cabrera's going to score. Here comes the throw at home, and it's not going to be in time. It's a two-run single for Zach Short. And the Tigers have a 3-0 lead. Jake Rogers able to slide underneath the tag of Luis Campusano. A two-run single for short. 3-0 Tigers. 
Wolf would get out of that inning just the three runs given up. So the Padres trail 3-0. In the top of the third, Tiger starter Matt Manning did not return. Instead, reliever Mason Englert took the mound. Trent Grisham walked. Fernando Tatis Jr. singled with one out. Juan Soto was next. Top of the third, Padres trail 3-0. First pitch swinging, line drive, base hit in the left field. Trent Grisham is going to score. Fernando's heading towards third. Matt Williams is going to hold him up on the RBI double by Juan Soto, and the Padres are on the board. They now trail 3-1. Next up was Manny Machado. 1-1 pitch to him, swung on, driven to left field and deep. Going back is Veerling. He's at the wall. It is gone. Three-run home run for Manny Machado. And just like that, the Padres take a 4-3 lead. Bang, bang. Goes Manny Machado. Jackson Wolf pitched a scoreless bottom of the third. Padres then got more in the fourth inning against Angler. Luis Camposano hit a leadoff single. With two men away, Hassan Kim singled. Then it was Fernando Tatis Jr. who dug in. The hard hitting against him back in the third inning. Mm. And this is a line drive over the shortstop, and that's going to score Camposano. Hassan Kim is heading towards third. Matt Williams is going to hold up the brakes on him on an RBI double by Fernando. And the Padres have a 5-3 lead here in the fourth. Jackson Wolf then pitched the scoreless bottom of the fourth inning. Padres continued, though, to tack on against Angler. Xander Bogarts reached on an infield single. The Michigan man, Jake Cronenworth, was next. Again, the 2-2 to Jake. Line drive ripped down the right field line, and it's heading towards the corner. Xander's rounding second. He's heading over to third. Matt Williams is going to send it. Here comes Xander home. Here comes the throw to the cutoff man. He's going to score. The throw goes to third, and Jake is in there with a triple. RBI triple for Jake Cronenworth. Padres with a 6-3 lead, his second triple in the last two games. Padres, though, weren't done. Luis Campusano then stepped in. And Luis Campusano at the plate. Line drive off the glove of Javi Baez. It's going to trickle into left field. Jake Cronenworth is going to score. 7-3 Friars. Alfonso Rivas then doubled as Campusano went to third. That was it for Mason Engler. Brendan White then entered for Detroit. Trent Grisham hit a sack fly to, sort, uh, to score Campusano. Padres led 8-3. White then walked both Kim into Tease. Ball four on both were violations. White coming set before the batters were alert and ready. It was a really odd scenario, but the bases were loaded for Juan Soto. Three runs already in and a chance to add on to this 8-3 lead. Line drive, base hit in the left field. That's going to score Alfonso Rivas. That's going to score Hassan Kim. Padres with a 10-3 lead on the two-run single by Juan Soto. Talk about adding on. Tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, Juan Soto is officially dialed in. A five-run fifth inning. Padres had a 10-3 lead. Wolf pitched the scoreless bottom of the fifth inning. That was it for Wolf in his MLB debut. Five innings, three runs, six hits, one walk, one strikeout, 75 pitches. Had to sit through the rain delay. A job well done. A scoreless sixth inning. In the seventh inning, Hassan Kim added on. Tigers fans swung on, driven to left field and deep. This is going to be a home run for Hassan Kim and the Padres have an 11-3 lead on a no-doubter off the bat of Kim, his 12th of the season, and the Padres continue to add on. Hassan Kim leaves no doubt. In the eighth, there were two on and two out for Luis Camposano. 3-2 runner goes, driven to left field and deep. We mentioned the pitch before that he was trying to hit at 500 feet. It didn't go quite that far, but it is a home run for Luis Camposano, his second of the season. 14-3 Friars on the home run by Luis Campusano. Have a day, Campy. 
The Padres' bullpen did the rest. Brent Honeywell, two scoreless innings out of the pen. Tim Hill, a scoreless eighth inning. Luis Garcia, a scoreless ninth inning. And that was the ball game. The Padres win it 14-3 over the Tigers. A four-hit, four-RBI day for Luis Camposano. Juan Soto, a couple of hits, three RBIs. Manny Machado, the three-run home run. Hassan Kim, a home run as well. Fernando Tatis Jr., two hits and an RBI up and down the lineup. The Padres had offensive contract contributions all over the place 14 runs on 18 hits as the Padres have won the first two games of this three game set and Jackson Wolf picks up the win in his major league debut five innings three earned runs given up had to sit through the rain delay a very nice debut for the left-hander Jackson Wolf let's go back to Comerica Park in Detroit here's some post-game reaction Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. How impressive what Jackson was able to do. Yeah. Talk about your first big league start, and then you get an hour and a half rain delay and have to go back out there and end up pitching five innings, getting a win. 75 pitches probably felt like 125 so he had to endure probably more than most do his first big league start and big league win congrats to him for you to kind of get what you got today tacking on runs being able to get in five from jackson like how big is that in the middle of the stretch that you're in right now it's it's huge so you know and for honeywell to give us two as well so it's uh you know going into the rain delay, or you're worried about how long it's going to be. And I think Ruben did a good job keeping them ready, throwing in the cage and plyo balls and whatever they do there. So you know their guy didn't go back out. Our guys, our guy did. And in the middle of the stretch, to be able to get five innings on top of that was was important. You've had a lot of you've had a lot of contributions from some of your biggest names lately. But for a win like this, like up and down the lineup, kind of organization wide, with Jackson doing what he did, right? Contributions from Campy coming off right. the IL. How big is that, given what you guys are going to have to do down the stretch, knowing you're going to need contributions from Yeah, you know, it's felt for a while now like we have to do it with certain guys, and winning teams don't do it with just certain guys. You have to do it up and down the lineup, and guys aren't going to be there every day for you, you know, to, to do the brunt of the work. So, you know, whether it's Kim, what he's doing in the in the leadoff spot now, or what we saw, you know, at the bottom of the order, um, it, it certainly does not... It takes a full team to to win and get to where you want to go. With where you at, you had like all hands on deck. You didn't want to have to pitch Martinez. Like, how much going into that delay were you like, we gotta have this kid come out? And yeah, it was important. And you know, you're getting to the point where it gets a little uncomfortable with whether or not you send a guy out or not. And if if we don't, then we're we're up against it because almost everybody's gonna have to pitch at that point. Um, <clears throat> probably would have had to get a lot more out of Honeywell. So it was it was great that he was able to continue to go out there and not only do that but give us five innings. What did you think of Campy's night at the plate? Yeah, you know, got off to a good start with some singles the other way. You know, hit pulls the ball for a single, and then obviously the home run was was big and allowed us to get some some of the regulars out of the game too. 
That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in Detroit after this 14-3 win for the Padres over the Tigers. Sam Levitt back with you inside our San Diego studios. And just to quickly touch on a couple of things that Bob Melvin talked about there. Obviously, Luis Camposano had a wonderful night. Four hits, including the three home run, four RBIs total. You heard him really talk about how important it was that Jackson Wolf came back out after the rain delay and did what he did, went five innings, because if he doesn't do that, then this turns into a totally different type of game for the Padres, where, like Bob Melvin alluded to, they would have to use everybody out of that bullpen nearly to get through this game. But Wolf came out and sat through the rain delay, and you know what? In your major league debut, to do what he did, was really impressive. I mean, really good for him. I mean, you know, talk about somebody fresh up from double A, going the extra mile, really, to help this ball club. I mean, just uh, really, really terrific uh, in this uh, ball game here today, what Jackson Wolf did. So that was great to see. Very important for the Padres. Very important uh, from this bullpen. And on top of that, the offense was terrific as a whole. Manny Machado, the home run in the third, which it felt like was a really big deal at the time to give the Padres a 4-3 lead. Really change the feeling of this game around after that tough second inning, after the rain delay and put the momentum back in the Padres dugout. So all in all, a lot of good stuff to talk about from this ball game. I do have our player of the game poll up on my Twitter right now. You can vote. You have four options. Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Luis Camposano, or Jackson Wolf. Those are the four options uh, that you can vote for. We'll tell you who our player of the game is coming up a little bit later on our post-game show. Go to my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Vote for your player of the game. You've got about 10 minutes left to vote there. And as always, I'm taking your tweets and your Instagram DMs at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V on both Twitter and Instagram. Got a couple of tweets to read here, so I'll get to those. We've got Odie saying, good win, all phases click, celebrate, and do it again tomorrow. And that last part, Odie, is uh, really, really important. Padres need a lot of wins, and they need to focus on trying to sweep series like this one in Detroit. So, look. Great to see what they did yesterday. Great to see what they did here today in a number of different respects. But they are still three games below 500. We know they got a lot of work to do. And sweeping this series tomorrow would be a really good way to wrap up this road trip. We have Fonz on Twitter saying, nice to see everyone pitch in and score some runs on the offensive side. Great pitching, too. Let's keep it going and get hot at the right time. Well, good couple of wins, certainly. Uh, in Detroit, I also have uh, Machado, number one fan, saying getting a little more faith if they get back to 500 and in the wild card competition, I will be able to keep the faith. Well, wins like this and continuing to win day in, day out, play this kind of baseball. Uh, they'll take steps in that direction, certainly. So, all in all, a very good win. If you want to get involved on the phones, you can do that as well. Phone number is always 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. Final score, Padres 14, Tigers 3. Postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network.
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 14, Tigers 3 as the Padres have won both of the opening games of this three-game series in Detroit. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Great to have you with us on this Saturday evening. The Padres with their 4,000th win as a franchise here today. How are you celebrating? I asked the question on Twitter, and uh, let me know. You can call me, 833-288-0973, the phone number again 833-288-0973 the phone number to call if you want to get involved we will get to some of your phone calls coming up in just a little bit we also will go back to Detroit and hear from today's starting pitcher Jackson Wolf who made his major league debut in just a couple of minutes as well so stay tuned for that couple of Instagram DMs to get to here we've got Carlos saying Camposano has been having great quality ABs Carlos uh, I agree with you and I I tweeted it out earlier, you know, Luis Camposano, boy, he has a, a beautiful swing. I mean, the, the swing on the home run was just beautiful. And it was just one of those moments where I was like, wow, that's a that's a good-looking swing. It really is. And what a day for Luis Camposano. Four hits, the home run, three singles, three runs scored in this game. You know, look, he's been a top prospect for a long time. He's never really had the chance to play with any sort of regularity in the major leagues. Um, I'm really excited for the future of Luis Campusano. I really am. You know, he was, before he got hurt, on the precipice of getting some pretty regular playing time alongside Austin Nola. And now Campusano is back. Nola's at AAA. He's splitting time now with Gary Sanchez. But, um, you know, Luis Campusano, he, he has been a big-time offensive prospect for a long time, going back to when I was at AA Amarillo in 2019 and seeing what Camposano was doing at High A Lake Elsinore at the time. I think it was the California League Player of the Year in the Cal League. Um, he's a big-time prospect, and people shouldn't forget that. He's got tremendous power and put me in the category of people that are really excited about the future of Luis Camposano. And look, uh, he had a tremendous game, and this is a, a glimpse at what Camposano can do so a uh, great day for him Carlos and I agree with you on the quality of uh, of at bats he's been really really good uh process surfing saying uh, momentum my pods can sense it coming hope so look momentum's as good as the next day as good as uh, the next day's starting pitcher as they say we'll see would be very nice if the Padres could really put their foot down and sweep this series tomorrow in Detroit can they do it We'll see. Let's be honest. They still are three games below 500, although they end today five and a half games out of a wild card spot. So, um, you know, look, it's uh, it's good to see what they did. Uh, they are, you know, w- what they're back here in the wild card race is not insurmountable at all. We've talked about that for weeks, but they've got to keep doing it day in, day out. A, a little two game win streak is not going to get this thing fully pointed in the right direction. What will get it fully pointed in the right direction and getting back to 500 and then hopefully well over it is by doing a lot of the things they did in this game day in, day out. So we focus on today. A lot of good stuff. You reset for tomorrow. Hopefully the Padres can continue to play this way into tomorrow. Let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Check swing, strike three, call. 
That's the first strikeout of the evening for Jackson Wolf. You can tell his grandkids later on that Spencer Torkelson was his first big league strikeout. Jackson Wolf, our ace pitcher of the game, his major league debut, five innings, three earned runs given up, six hits allowed, walked one, struck out one. He threw 75 pitches, but again, the final line only a part of the story because he had to sit through an hour and 24-minute rain delay and came back out after, saved this bullpen, found his way through five innings, three runs given up. This was a very impressive debut for Jackson Wolf, not just giving up three earned runs in five innings, which will take, but sitting through the rain delay and coming back out. I mean, that's a big contribution here today for a rookie making his major league debut. It really is. So Jackson Wolf, no doubt, our ace pitcher of the game. Out of West Virginia University, we talked about it a little bit earlier. Grew up about three hours away in Ohio from Detroit. So uh, we saw on the TV broadcast here in the studio, uh, appeared he had lots, and we heard it on the radio as well, uh, had lots of uh, friends and family in the stands. So a day that certainly the Wolf family and uh, all of their friends, they will not forget. You heard uh, Bob Scanlon say there that Jackson Wolf. Uh, could say that Spencer Torkelson was his first major league strikeout. Well, Miguel Cabrera had the first hit against him, so that's a good story as well. And you know what, Jackson, I'm sure will take it, gets the win in his major league debut, and, I mean, you're going to give up your first hit to somebody, right? Might as well be Miguel Cabrera. Might as well be a Hall of Famer if you have to give it up to somebody, right? So, all in all, a very memorable major league debut for Jackson Wolf. Let's go back to Detroit. Hear from the young left-hander who made his major league debut, Jackson Wolf, inside the clubhouse. Yeah, um, Ruben was a big help during the rain delay. Um, he was right there on my side the whole way and was just kind of telling me how other guys navigate that certain situation and um, kind of just kept me kept me hanging out, chilling, and um, was doing my thing. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was easy. What were your thoughts kind of going into it? It was like boom, 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 and all of a sudden, all right, we're not playing. Yeah, I mean, I had a I had a moment there for a second where I was just like, oh, all right, this, you know, this will be a cool story. And, you know, I get to say during my debut there was a uh, rain delay, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. Did you have every intention when you went in and just saying, like, you know, even if it was like an hour and a half, you were going to come back out? Yeah, I, I mean, I was, I, there was no doubt in my mind the uh, the only people that were really going to say otherwise were either Ruben or Bob, and, um, uh, I'd, have, I'd have gone back out there if it was three, four hours later. But, um, yeah, I, uh, anything they asked me to do, I was, I was going to do. Knowing how important it was, like, winning this game specifically and, and covering innings, for, yeah. like, how how much did that kind of factor in how badly you wanted to keep going back out there even after the rain? Yeah, I mean, um, that's uh, that's always a big, a huge factor, honestly. You know, when you, when you can save the bullpen and, and kind of keep uh, throwing up zeros and, and, and uh, you know, Keeping that off off your manager's plate, honestly, and um, I uh, that's uh, was you know obviously a big factor in why I wanted to stay out there. But me personally, I'm I'm a competitive man. I you know for you know for my debut, I wasn't gonna I was gonna leave after an inning and giving up three runs, and you know I I wanted every bit of going back out there and proving why I was here, and um, you know it, the the bullpen aspect only only added to that fire. So rain aside. All right, that was Jackson Wolf from inside the Padres clubhouse at Comerica Park. You heard there uh, talking about how he stayed fresh during the rain delay, talking about Ruben uh, Niebla helping him through that. And you know what? It sounds like there was no doubt in his mind throughout 
that outing uh, throughout the rain delay that he would come back out. I got to give him a lot of credit for what he did in this ball game. I mean, you heard right there, really didn't seem like there was a lot of doubt that he was going to come back out and try to help this ball club uh, with uh, a good start, and he did exactly that. So great stuff from Jackson Wolf. Congratulations to him, and uh, we uh, will have even more of that postgame audio posted to our Twitter at 97.3 The Fan SD on Twitter. Great stuff there from Jackson Wolf from inside the Padres clubhouse. We'll step aside, give out some more of our daily awards, may have some additional postgame audio coming your way as well. We'll also so take some of your phone calls coming up. Phone number is always 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved. I have a lot of tweets and whatnot to get to here too. Padres win it 14-3 in Detroit. Postgame show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. First pitch swinging, fly ball to center field. Trent Grisham camping underneath it. He is waiting, waiting, and he will make the catch for the final out. Jackson Wolf retires the Tigers in order in the fourth. Jackson Wolf, a big part of the story in the Padres' 14-3 win over the Tigers. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. The rookie left-hander making his major league debut. Five innings, three runs given up. Sat through an hour and 24-minute rain delay. Had a rough second inning, but found his way through. Big part of the story in today's win. Padres crank out 14 runs on 18 hits, including three home runs. As we wrap this one up from our San Diego studios, still a lot to do. We'll have a look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little while. We'll also give out more of our nightly awards and continue to break down each and every aspect of this ball game here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. I do have some tweets to get to here. We've got Mike tweeting in Camposano for player of the game. Not only was awesome at the plate, but he coached the rookie pitcher to his first win. We will have the play of the game coming up a little. Not play of the game. Well, we will have play of the game, but player of the game coming up here in just a couple of minutes so stay tuned for that we had our poll on twitter your options were manny machado juan soto luis camposano and jackson wolf so we'll see who takes home player of the game in just a little bit phone number is always as well 833-288-0973 again the phone number 833-288-0973 let's go to the phones we lead things off with gonzo calling in from ocean beach hi gonzo Sammy, my boy, how are you? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing all right. That was a beautiful game today, huh? It really was. Uh, you had to like a lot of what you saw. The only thing I didn't like, Gonzo, the rain delay, because I've got to sit here and find ways to fill time. But aside from that, all good with me. Yeah, it seemed like the rain delay kind of helped Wolf a little bit to shake off the cobwebs from the first. But also, you can't go back in with men on second and third and expect to get a right. clean out. But uh, he, he looked confident right after that. He looked great. Manny, awesome. Campy, superb. Uh, Kim, also. How, how is that no doubter for you? That was that was a smash. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, no doubter for Kim, and that's also after yesterday, uh, Akil Badu robbed him of a home run, so a little bit of redemption there from uh, for Hassan Kim, so that was good to see, and uh, yeah, look, in all facets, and I agree with you, Gonzo, I, I thought the rain delay maybe did two things. Number one, maybe helped, to, even though he came out and gave up the two-run single right after the rain delay, you know, maybe helped Jackson Wolf kind of settle in 
you know, he was in a tough spot there and then had to sit around a while. So hopefully that helped him settle in. And I think for the offense also helped them reset. And uh, obviously, uh, look, the rain delay in and of itself, Gonzo, I mean, Again, it's no fault of Matt Manning's, the Tiger starter, but it did get Manning out of the game, and the Padres totally capitalized on this Tigers bullpen. So, uh, look, for better or worse, that's what happened on the Tiger side of things, and the Padres did take full advantage. For sure. All right, Gonzo, appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. That's uh, Gonzo calling in for Ocean Beach. That opens up a phone line, 833-288-0973. And by the way, the Padres are going to need, in all likelihood, another start for somebody to take that Michael Waka spot because we heard earlier this week, uh, sounding like Michael Waka won't be back by the end of this month. Could that be Jackson Wolf again? I think there would be an argument to it. You know, the, the thing you'd really like to see I think from Wolf, uh, a little bit more swing and miss. There was a lot of contact. He only had two swings and misses in this game out of 75 pitches. So you'd like to see a little bit more of that. But, hey, got through five innings, pitched the contact, did a really nice job. And, again, he got thrown a real curveball, no pun intended, with the rain delay. And sat through it, came back out, and found his way through five solid innings and saved this Padres bullpen in a major way. So for that... I would think there's a pretty good shot that Jackson Wolf deserves another opportunity. I mean, look, let's also be honest. If it's not Wolf, um, who else are you going to? I mean, I don't really see a case where it'd be Ryan Weathers instead of Wolf or a Matt Waldron instead of Wolf. I mean, I, I think there's a pretty good shot that Jackson Wolf gets another start, at least one more, in that Michael Waka spot. And again, he doesn't have to, you know, throw seven scoreless innings, but if he can do something like what he did today, get through five, get through six. Keep your right in the game, three runs, something like that. I mean, you will certainly take that from Jackson Wolf, and we'll see in the coming days uh, what the Padres decide to do with that turn in the rotation and Jackson Wolf. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Right. 0-1, ground ball left side. Manny's there. He charges. He scoops. Off-balance throw. Manny style over to first right on the money, and that'll do it. A 1-2-3 inning for Brent Honeywell. Brent Honeywell, our relief pitcher of the game. Two scoreless innings, very well done in the sixth and the seventh. Nice job by the bullpen as a whole. Honeywell, two scoreless innings. Hill, scoreless inning. Garcia, scoreless inning. Drama free in this game. And Brent Honeywell with the two scoreless. He's our relief pitcher of the game. All right, we had a poll on Twitter. Player of the game, your options. The poll is done. The results are final. Your options were Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Luis Camposano and Jackson Wolf. Who are we going with? Let's find out. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? <laughs> Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. 3-2 runner goes, Ooh. driven to left field and deep. We mentioned the pitch before that he was trying to hit at 500 feet. It didn't go quite that far, but it is a home run for Luis Campusano, his second of the season. 14-3 Friars on the home run by Luis Campusano. Have a day, Campy. 
A career-high four hits in this game for Luis Camposano, his second home run of the year, the fourth home run of his major league career. And Luis Camposano, our player of the game, would have been my choice, and it was your choice as well on social media. On the Twitter poll, we had Juan Soto getting 4.7% of the vote, Manny Machado getting 9.1%, Jackson Wolf 25.2%, and the overwhelming choice by the fans, Luis Camposano, 61.1% of the vote on Twitter. I agree with you. Both on the offensive side and the catching side of things, he caught Jackson Wolf, got him through this outing, caught a scoreless performance by the bullpen, and had four hits, four RBIs, and a home run. Camposano's four-hit game, the first by a Padre catcher since Austin Nola did it in August of 2021. Also, the third four-hit game by a Padre catcher in the last eight seasons. That's since 2016. So a big night for Luis Camposano. Great to see. And like we alluded to earlier, count me in as somebody who's very optimistic about Luis Camposano, somebody who's been a top prospect for a very, very long time. Always very talented offensively. Finally now back here healthy, getting a real opportunity to play with regularity. And he won't play tomorrow in all likelihood, again, unless the Padres DH him. It'll be Gary Sanchez tomorrow, but uh, have to be very impressed. Four hits, the home run, four RBIs for Campy, our player of the game on the Padres radio network. We'll step aside. We'll come back with more of your phone calls. If you want to get them in, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. If you want to get involved, also taking your tweets on Twitter. That is uh, where you get your tweets. On Instagram, DMs open as well. If you want to get involved that way, may just read your tweet or your DM here on the air. Sammy Lev on both Instagram and Twitter, S-A-M-M-Y. L-E-V. Let me know what you're thinking about this game. What are you hoping for tomorrow? Whatever you want to talk about, we're talking Padres. On this Saturday evening, we'll finish up with your phone calls, tweets, messages, our play of the game, out-of-town scoreboard, and more as the Padres win it in Detroit 14-3. We continue after this on the Padres Radio Network. First pitch swing, ground ball to Jake Cronenworth. Well, it doesn't get any easier than that. Three batters, three outs, four pitches thrown. Jackson Wolf making it look easy, retiring the Tigers in order in his first major league inning. Jackson Wolf with that quick and easy one, two, three inning to open up his major league career on four pitches. The second inning, not as smooth. Three runs given up, had to sit through an hour and 24 minute rain delay, but he finds his way through five innings, three runs allowed for his first major league win in his major league debut. Well done by Jackson Wolf, and the Padres go on to win this game 14 to three. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios here on the Padres radio network. A big offensive day for the Padres 14 runs 18 hits and just quickly to run down the box score here because it really is something to behold and uh, we'll have our play of the game look at the out-of-town scoreboard all coming up for you and if you missed uh, Bob Melvin's post-game press conference the uh, post-game reaction from Jackson Wolf you can either listen to it on Twitter or Instagram 97.3 the fan SD on Twitter Instagram as well 97.3 the fan it's up on there so you can tune into uh, one of those platforms after we're done, we'll also have the full post-game show up on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts, as always, once we're done. But to just look at the box score, I mean, what a day for the Padres offense. Ha-Sung Kim, 
Three for four, two walks, two singles, home run, and a couple of runs scored. Fernando Tatis Jr., two for four, single, double, run, and an RBI. Juan Soto, two for five, a single, double, three RBIs, and a run scored. Manny Machado, the single, three-run home run, couple of runs scored. Xander Bogarts, a single and a run scored. Jake Cronenworth, two for five, RBI triple, couple of runs scored, had a single as well. What a day for Luis Camposano, three singles, a three-run home run, four RBIs total. Alfonso Rivas had a double and a run scored. Only guy in the starting lineup who didn't have a base hit was Trent Grisham, who went 0 for 2. He did have a sack fly, RBI, and a walk in this game. So you look at the RBIs. I mean, Kim had one, Tatis had one, Soto had three, Machado had three, Cronenworth had one, Camposano had four, Grisham had one. Those were the 14 runs the Padres scored in this game. Very impressive offensive day. And look, uh, sometimes you have to deal with the hand you're dealt, and Matt Manning. Two scoreless innings, rain happens, Tigers elect not to put Matt Manning back out there, one of their top prospects, you understand it, but the Padres took full advantage of the Tigers' bullpen, and especially Mason Engler, who, I mean, if you're a reliever, this is <laughs> this is not the final line you want. Two innings and a third, nine earned runs given up on 10 hits, walked one, struck out one, 60 pitches total, for Mason Engler, that is not a final line you would ever want, but that's uh, what the Padres did to Engler. And to their credit, they took full advantage against the Tigers' bullpen, who had to use four different guys out of their bullpen, not including Zach Short, the position player who came in in the ninth inning. So all in all, great offensive day for the Padres. They responded after being down 3 nothing. Padres scoring 14 unanswered runs, four in the third, one in the fourth, five in the fifth, one in the seventh, and three in the eighth. Again, we'll squeeze in a phone call if you want to get it in. Phone number is always 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call, taking your tweets and your DMs on Twitter and Instagram at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let's get you caught up on the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. The Mets and the Red Sox had a sort of doubleheader today. They first resumed a suspended game from yesterday. Mets won it 5-4 at Fenway Park. In the second game today between the Mets and the Red Sox, Mets had an early lead, but the Red Sox would rally, including a bunch of home runs against Max Scherzer. And the 2-1. Swing and a high drive into center field. It is way back. It is gone. Tristan Casas, for the second time tonight, takes Max Scherzer deep, and it's 5-3 Red Sox. That call from the Red Sox radio network, Red Sox. Beat the Mets 8-6 at Fenway Park. Four home runs given up by Max Scherzer, who has another difficult outing for the Mets. So that's what happened at Fenway Park today. Other scores from around Major League Baseball, we have... 
The Rockies beating the Marlins 4-3 in Miami, the eighth consecutive loss for Miami. They started the year so well. They're still six games above 500, but they are all of a sudden scuffling eight consecutive losses for Miami. Cubs beat the Cardinals 8-6 at Wrigley Field. Cody Bellinger had the go-ahead hit in that game for Chicago. Dodgers beat up on the Rangers 16-3 in Arlington. Freddie Freeman, a two-run home run in that game. I should say, actually, uh, a two-home run game for Freddie Freeman in that big Dodgers win. 16 runs on 18 hits. Reds beat the Diamondbacks 4-2 in Cincinnati. It was the Yankees over the Royals 5-2, including a home run from Giancarlo Stanton. Here's the 0-2 to Giancarlo. Swung on and in the air to left. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a Stantonian home run. A long drive to the back of the grandstand in left field. Giancarlo. <laughs> no si puesto palo. Hey, homers to left, and the Yankees now take a 5-2 lead. The great John Sterling on WFAN in New York as the Yankees win it over Kansas City. Orioles beat the Rays 6-5 in Tampa Bay. Ryan O'Hearn, a go-ahead base hit in the ninth inning for Baltimore as they jump back in front in that AL East race. They're now a game ahead of Tampa Bay. Final game of that series tomorrow. Mariners beat the Blue Jays 9-8 in Seattle. Teoscar Hernandez had a big base hit in that game, a double RBI base hit in the seventh inning. Other finals, Nationals beat up on the Giants 10-1 in Washington, D.C. C.J. Abrams, former Padre, part of the Juan Soto deal, a two-run home run in that game for Washington. Phillies fell to the Guardians 1-0 in Cleveland. The one run Cleveland got, I don't know if you saw this, it was on a bloop single. For Jose Ramirez, that fell into right center field. It should have been caught, led to Ahmed Rosario scoring all the way from first base. And that is the way the Guardians scored their one run. one nothing. Cleveland beats the Phillies. Brewers beat the Braves 4-3 in Milwaukee. Remember this name, and we talked about it pregame and around the horn. Sal Freelich, one of the top prospects in baseball, making his major league debut. What a debut for Freelich. He had three hits in this game. He had two outstanding catches in right field, and he had the go-ahead RBI in the eighth inning that made it 4-3, to three, a sack fly for Freelich, and the Brewers win it 4-3. to three. What a major league debut for Sal Freelich, one of the Brewers' top prospects, and they beat Atlanta 4-3. to three. That was uh, really something as we were following along here uh, during the Padres game. Twins beat the White Sox 3-2 to two in Minnesota earlier today. We have two games going on still right now. A's ahead of the Astros 2-1 to one in Oakland in the seventh inning. Pirates beating the Angels 3-0 in Anaheim in the eighth. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Saturday. Before we get to our play of the game, we have another phone call to get to, so let's uh, squeeze in one more. I think we have Kevin calling in. Kevin, you're on the air on the Padres Radio Network. What's up? Hey, Sammy. How's it going? Doing well. How are you? Good, man. Um, I just want to say a couple things. You know, I'm uh, super stoked for Campy. Like, the whole whole time leading up to the season, you know, we heard that he had been doing extra work with the pitchers and getting to know their tendencies and, you know, doing what he's supposed to do as a major leaguer. 
and uh you know he got hurt but i'm i'm so glad he's back i think uh he could be super similar to like francisco alvarez kind of for us and uh the other thing i wanted to say was um you know we have the we have the team and the talent on paper obviously and it's kind of been a bummer of a year but you know we get hot at the right time and you know be one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs if uh if things go right for us so thanks sammy enjoy the show absolutely uh, kevin yeah absolutely appreciate the call kevin thanks so much for tuning in and calling in look i'll, I'll get to both of your points here number one on luis camposano like i was saying earlier i mean I, i'm in the the camposano fan club and somebody who believes that luis camposano with some regular playing time here. He's not going to play every day, but he's going to play a lot, more than he's ever played before in the major leagues. I mean, he has a real opportunity to show what he can do, and he did it in this game here today. Four hits, a home run, four RBIs. I mean, look, he has always been a very, very highly touted offensive prospect. Going back to, you know, when I was at A with the Padres in 2019, I was hearing about Luis Campisano, and... You know, he's never had the opportunity to play here on really anywhere close to a regular basis. He's going to get that opportunity. He was going to have it right before he got hurt as Austin Nola continued to struggle. And we heard from Bob Melvin that it was going to be some more even playing time between Nola and Camposano. And he comes back after getting the uh, surgery to repair the torn ligament in his thumb. And now he's back healthy and uh, doing a nice job on the catching side of things. And offensively, the talent has always been there. So I- I'm very excited to see what Luis Camposano can do. I, I really, really am. And-, and to your point, Kevin, you're right. I mean, it's something I talked about here on the station back in Peoria in spring training, being there every day, listening to what everybody had to say about Luis Camposano. Yes, there was a feeling that Luis had really put in a lot of work to uh you know get to know the pitchers better to improve his defense to improve his receiving i mean that was something we heard about a lot and the offensive side i mean it's always been there for him the potential offensively and with the power so great to see what he did here tonight and i'm excited to see what he does here during the rest of the year i really am uh look bottom line is this padres still have a ton of work to do they're 48 and 51 uh, they haven't been two games below 500 in a while. We'll have more on that tomorrow during the pregame. But you look up at the end of tonight, they're five and a half games out of a wild card spot. And here on July 22nd, that is not insurmountable at all. The other part of this that is really interesting right now and gives you hope is that the other teams in the wild card race there are a lot of them that are not playing well and there are some young teams that played really really well in the first half of the season that are not playing well all of a sudden diamondbacks have not been nearly as good lately giants have lost four in a row you know reds have still been pretty good they've won four in a row uh phillies have lost four in a row marlins have lost eight in a row like we said earlier and then the Padres, here's the interesting thing right now, and it probably works in the Padres' favor. The Padres are five and a half games out of the final wild card spot, but in the loss column, they're just six games out of the first spot, of the first wild card spot. So when you talk about the teams that are within striking distance, whether it be the teams that are right now in those spots, Arizona, San Francisco, Cincinnati, and then after that, uh, the, the teams on the outside looking in, Philly, Miami, San Diego, the Cubs, the Mets. I mean, if 
you want to throw the Cardinals in nine and a half out, but let's focus on, you know, I guess everything from the Diamondbacks there to the Mets. The the point is this, is everybody's getting pretty closely bunched together. I mean, again, they're five and a half out of the final spot, but they're only six in the loss column out. It's almost equal to the first spot. And I mean, what that would mean, and and uh, our friend Ben Higgins on Twitter from Ben and Woods pointed it out on, on uh, well, Ben and uh, our friend Ben Higgins, not from Twitter, from Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan, but he pointed it out on Twitter earlier that it probably works in the Padres' favor because you have a bunch of teams that are fighting essentially for three spots. This is not like, you know, you look at the American League where Tampa Bay is well ahead of everybody and then Houston and Toronto, and you've got a handful of teams on the outside looking in. I mean, you've got one, two, three, four, five, you know, you throw the Padres in there, the Cubs in there. I mean, it's six, seven, eight teams that are really battling for three spots. Nobody is that far ahead of anybody else, which is probably a good thing for where the Padres are. But again, five and a half out with 60 plus games to go it is not insurmountable, but the Padres got to keep winning. The only way we keep saying it's not insurmountable is if they keep winning. They have an opportunity tomorrow to beat a Tigers team. Let's be honest, that isn't that good. I know they've been hanging around the AL Central race, but that says more about the AL Central than it does about the Tigers. You have a good opportunity with Joe Musgrove on the mound tomorrow to sweep this series. And if the Padres want to really make a run at this thing, let's be honest, two out of three against the Tigers, probably not good enough. I mean, this is the type of series you got to sweep. Um, again, it's not must win tomorrow. It's not the end of the world that they don't win tomorrow. But if we're being realistic about them truly making a run here, well, in order to do that, they've got to play some pretty, pretty good baseball just as far as winning percentage. And guess what? That requires sweeping series. That requires winning more than three in a row, something they haven't done all year. They could win three in a row again tomorrow. That's the reality. So Padres need to keep on taking care of business. Good two games. They've won four out of five. You got to keep going is my point. And they've got to do this kind of stuff day in, day out. Because let's be honest, they have not shown the ability to do what they did here tonight for an extended stretch. And I'm not talking about scoring 14 runs. You're not going to do that most nights. Or really, you, you might do that a night or two throughout the season. But have the same kind of urgency, the same kind of offense, everything we saw here tonight from really every facet and, and really the same way last night. Look, reality is the situation they're in. They got to do it day in, day out. So great stuff, but uh, you hope this is the start of this team really getting hot. And you're right. To the, the caller's point, it is about getting hot at the right time. You can win 115 games. And how many times have we seen it where teams do not get hot in October or hot at the end of the year and it all comes crashing down for teams that were excellent in the regular season. That doesn't mean that you don't try to win games in the regular season because you got to get to the postseason, but we've seen it so many times. It is about how you're playing at the end of the year. I mean, it is. So uh, we'll see. Padres have a lot of work to do before we really and truly have that conversation, right? Because they, right now they're well on the outside looking in, but no doubt five and a half games on July 22nd, That's that's you can make that up if you play well. And with the situation that's developing right now in the wild card race. That's a, a part of it, too. All right, let's hear our play of the game. 
What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. One pitch to him, swung on, driven to left field and deep. Going back is Beerling. He's at the wall. It is gone. Three-run home run for Manny Machado. And just like that, the Padres take a 4-3 lead. Bang, bang, goes Manny Machado. Manny Machado, the three-run home run in the third, gave the Padres that 4-3 lead. Manny Machado's 19th home run of the season. And when you talk about impact in this game, that's why it's our play of the game. Because it gave the Padres the 4-3 lead. They never looked back. It sort of erased everything that happened in the second inning with the rain delay and got the Padres rolling in this game. So big at bat, big swing there for Manny. Made it 4-3. That's our play of the game here on the Padres Radio Network. All right, taking a look ahead to tomorrow. Make sure you get to sleep early today. That's all I got to say. Tomorrow. First pitch at 9.05 a.m. 9.05. We are on the air at 8.05 a.m. tomorrow with the EcoWater SoCal Padres pregame show. Certainly hope you can join us then. No, it is not the earliest we've ever been on in my season plus here. It's almost. But last year we were on the air, I believe, 7.35 a.m. for uh, the game in Atlanta on the Sunday. But tomorrow is uh, one of those uh, streaming games. I'll encourage you to listen on the radio tomorrow. So that is why it's it's, uh, so early. 12.05 p.m. in Detroit. Again, 9.05 here in San Diego tomorrow morning. First pitch. Pre-game coverage begins at 8.05. Starting pitching matchup tomorrow. Joe Musgrove will all need a cup of Java Joe tomorrow. And on the mound for the Detroit Tigers, it is right-hander Alex Fayado. Uh, Fiedo, I should say, is on the mound. So Fiedo against Joe Musgrove, the pitching matchup tomorrow. Again, first pitch at 9.05. And Arika Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins bright and early at 8.05 a.m. Certainly hope you can join us for a little Padres and pancakes to wrap up this 10-game trip. Taking a look at the final totals in this game here today. For the Padres, 14 runs, 18 hits, one error, they left on eight. For the Tigers, three runs, eight hits, no errors, they left on seven. Winning pitcher Jackson Wolf, who improves to 1-0, picks up the win in his major league debut. Losing pitcher Mason Engler, who drops to 4-3. and three. Time of game, two hours and 47 minutes with a one-hour and 24-minute rain delay. And the crowd at Comerica Park in Detroit, 31,974. If you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to it on the Inside San Diego Baseball Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Nick Danucci, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 14 and the Detroit Tigers 3. We'll talk to you bright and early tomorrow morning on the Padres Radio Network.